Hello, hello. Welcome to the Brand Academy Podcast, and I'm your host, Connie Chi. Okay, ladies and gents, we are going to talk about co-branding done right today. Now, what exactly is this thing called co-branding? Well, it's a trend. It's rising very quickly. And the idea of co-branding isn't exactly something new. But if you've been paying close attention within the last three years, the idea of co-branding has become more and more popular, and it's been added into a lot of marketing strategies for different brands. And this is great, especially if you're a startup as well. Now, co-branding is called different things to different people. Some call it collaboration, others call it partnerships, while others just simply call it working together. Whatever you call it, I'm sure you're probably wondering, is it really effective? And what exactly can my brand benefit from this kind of strategy? Well, most importantly, here's the thing. It increases your brand awareness. Now, as you're starting out, every brand, this is what they're looking for. How do we increase sales and increase awareness, right? These two components always go hand in hand. So think about it. If your brand is reaching an X amount of people, and when you combine your efforts with another brand, now you have two brands that reach double or even triple the amount of people who are going to be aware of these brands, which ultimately translates into sales. The other thing and my favorite part about co-branding is that it can also open the door to creating a new product by combining what you and your partner brand do, what your strengths are, you in fact are creating something new without really having to reinvent the wheel. So let's take a look at some brands and see how they've co-branded together. First up, BMW and Louis Vuitton. We all know BMW, they're a car manufacturer. And Louis Vuitton, designer, fashion, timeless, they do luggage as well. Why does this even work? Well, they're both luxury brands. They share the same values and are both known for the high quality of work. They also both are in the travel space. So like I mentioned earlier, LV has luggage, while BMW has transportation. And finally, not to mention they're both well-known. So this is like a no-brainer. So what do they do? BMW created a sports car called the BMW i8, and Louis Vuitton designed an exclusive four-piece set of suitcases that fit perfectly into the car's parcel shelf. The four-piece luggage goes for about 20000 and the car goes for about 135000 plus, give or take. Just a small little penny. The other brands is Domino's and Ford. Now, these are probably two very unlikely partners, right? Ford is in cars, Domino's is food. Now, what happened was this year at CES, they announced a partnership where Domino's will be delivering pizza in self-driving cars that are run by Ford. And right now, they're testing this out in selected cities. So these are actually some examples of co-branding done right. But there are challenges and hurdles that you still have to get through when you co-brand. So for example, when you're starting out, how do you find the right partner? Well, you see, there's millions of brands globally, 
And it's very easy for you to say, I want to work with this brand, that brand, this brand. But you don't know if this is the brand that's for you without being on the ground in a certain country of that parent brand. So looking for the right brand partner is always going to be the challenging part without really having to be in the space or location actually of your brand partner. The second thing is getting out of a co-branding opportunity. What happens when one brand wants to back out and the other one doesn't? This, it takes very clear upfront communication before even gets to this point. So before you even start the partnership, make sure all parties are clear of what the expectations and goals are. And here's a really good bonus tip. Don't change these expectations in the middle of the campaign because this is the quickest way you're going to lose market share because you're building. As you're building and the momentum builds and the awareness builds, all of a sudden, halfway into this campaign together, you guys say, well, that's it. We're going to change it up. You're going to lose a lot of time and effort. Also, finding brands internationally. This can serve as a huge challenge, especially if you're overseas. So make sure you do a lot of research and really getting to know your potential brand partner. It's not enough to just do your Google search and the social media search. You really want to do a deep dive and really understand what exactly this brand is looking to do. What are their goals? What are the challenges they may potentially face? You know, those are the basic things you want to make sure that make sense. And then you want to look at the values. What do they believe in? Because if brands don't have a connected value, then the partnership will not work. If you believe in one thing and your partner brand believes in something else, these are belief systems that probably wouldn't be changed. So make sure you're finding the right person or the right brand that shares your values. All right, guys, so this is it for me for today, and I hope you found this very helpful. And don't forget to follow us on social media at The Cheek Group. All right, bye for now, and I'll see you in the next episodes.